everybody, and welcome to episode 79 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you guys live every Monday night, 8 p.m. on Facebook. And the podcast is always available for download on iTunes, as well as the website, www.bropodcast.podbean.com. You can get it anyway, anywhere, you know, and please feel free. If you're getting it on iTunes, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading those reviews. As you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, Comic Anthony D, you guys see I do actually share those, and I put them out um, because I am proud of them. I am proud of you guys that, you know, um, take the time to listen to the podcast and get the word out there so it makes me really happy so i i, I share it so if you if you give a five star rate and review i will share it on social media and uh all right but before we really get into this i guess i'll give you the weigh in you guys want to know the results I'll, I'll tell you the results um this week i am down 3.8 pounds for a grand total of 190.8 that's right. 200 is less than 10 pounds away, and it's getting real, guys. For the first time, you know, really, it's, it's, it's feeling real, hitting that number. Like, I always knew I'd get to it. Like, that was always, you know, it was never a question that I would get to that number. Uh, but it's just, it's, it feels really real right now. So, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird feeling. Um to be down this much, I still have a, a lot more to go. Not that that's deterring me in any way or getting in my way. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that, you know, it's 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 a crazy number to hit. It's a, it's a crazy number to, to really hit. So, and as I I told you guys, when I do hit 200 pounds down, I'll reveal my starting weight and uh, maybe even talk about a goal from there. I really don't I don't have a goal. You know, I think about certain numbers that, you know, come into my head here and there, but not really not really worried about it. And as you guys know, I've been doing these reflections each week and you know what? They're really helping me. I step on that scale every Monday now and I don't have a care in the world. I I really don't. Uh I recommend anybody do this. No matter what program you're doing, before you step on the scale, just take take five minutes. Reflect back on your week. Reflect back on things you did. You know, and I'll, I'll give a I'll share mine with you. I wrote to myself today. I said I'm feeling really good heading into tonight's weigh-in. I had a great week, both with tracking, eating, and exercise. Had a personal best on the treadmill this week, and Saturday pulled a double workout. I'm working a lot, but that's a good thing, making money. I've also been taking in time for myself, doing things I want to do to make myself feel good. Me time is so important. keeps you focused and on the right track. And I also wrote, I can't really say I would have done anything different this week, only get another workout in, but that's it. And the reason I didn't get the other workout in, I was sick on Tuesday. So I, I was feeling really, really good. Heading into the weigh-in. I didn't have a reason not to. And I find when I, when I do this, 
when I write this stuff down, and I say, I've been saying it each week, it's just like stress coming off of you. You're not, I don't care, whatever, whatever it gives me, it gives me, because I know this week I did everything possible. I did everything possible for success. You know, and I've been doing this now over two years. I know at the end of the month the numbers are going to be down. But doing this reflection, just just thinking back, taking five minutes for yourself, going over your week, you know what? The, and there's weeks where you're like, okay, I deserve this. I deserve if I go up. And there's weeks where you go up, you don't deserve it. But just reflect back. Thank yourself for certain things you did during the week. You'll feel a million times better before you step on that scale. I know I do. I step on that with a clear head. I, I, and it's, I feel better. I'm not stressing all day. I sit down, I write my reflection, and I'm good to go. I was, I was sick on Tuesday. I was really sick on Tuesday, which uh, was not fun. I, I, I woke up uh, Tuesday more, very early in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. I, I, was, I, was, I got sick. Um, I, I think I threw up a Twizzler that I ate in 1997. That's how much I was, I was uh, throwing up. TMI, I know, I'm sorry. I won't tell you any more about it. It's a 24-hour bug. It sucks because uh, Tuesday night I was supposed to have cigar night with the boys. And we watched the Yankee game. I was, and I missed. T- <laughs> it's crazy, like, what I, what I missed uh, Monday into Tuesday. We had a bad storm here on Monday night, and my cable got knocked out. So I missed the, the Monday night Raw reunion. Couldn't get the Yankee game on. Tuesday night I was, I, I was passed out because I was sick all day. Didn't have any fluid left in my body. I missed the best Yankee game of the season. I missed Cigar Night with the boys. What are you going to do? I'm just happy it was only a 24-hour thing, and I was feeling much better. Because I I hate being sick. I, I really do. And... You know, it was. I was nervous because when I got my appetite back, I got it back. It was like, I, I got to eat now. I was starving. And I still was like, okay, I got to take care of myself. I don't want to put anything in my body that's going to make me feel bad or that I shouldn't be eating. So I wanted to also get something with a little sodium because I, I, I felt so dehydrated. So I wanted to get a little soup, uh, a little brown rice, something that's, you know, a little you know, binding for the stomach that makes, you know, when I, when I don't feel good and I eat like toast and rice, I don't know, for some reason it makes my stomach feel better. So I got a little brown rice, a little wonton soup. I had got uh smart waters, get my electrolytes in. And I felt the next day, like a million bucks. I felt a lot better when I woke up the next morning. Went to bed early though. I was, I was out early, but I, I felt a million times better. Obviously didn't get the workout in. I went, instead I went, I worked out on, on Tuesday, no Tuesday, Wednesday, had a personal best on the treadmill, not so far as speed and distance, but the, 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 when I do my treadmill workout, I do like, you know, I do about a half hour. So my first 10 minutes are just, you know, walking. And then at the 10 minute mark, I incline, I usually do. Two. I usually do um, the level two incline on uh, the treadmill. I went to three. I went straight to three. And I've never done that before. 
at the same speed I did too. And I did it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, it's important to push yourself because you'll never know if you could do something unless you push yourself. Like, let's say I pushed myself, and after I did that, it was like, okay, I, I can't do it the next time. All right. I would know that, and I'd be okay with that. But you don't know until you really push yourself to see what you could do. Uh, let's see. Melody says, brat, bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Oh, for the most sick. Okay, uh, I don't. I didn't have any applesauce. I didn't eat. I didn't eat the bananas. I just had the the, the rice and toast. But you know, and I had an awesome workout on Wednesday. I felt a million times better. I felt great getting a workout in. And then you know, a big non-scale victory happened for me on Thursday. I used. To, I, I'm doing. We're doing the Long Island Laugh Off. Uh, here on the island, if you're not along on Long Island. It's a comedy contest I've been a part of uh, for the last five years. Um, one of the organizers of it. And we take turns hosting. I used to host an open mic at McGuire's Comedy Club where the Laugh Off was. And let me tell you something. Hosting the open mics when there was like 13, 14 comics, it was so hard for me to do. Like, it was physically almost impossible. I would wake up the next day in pain from just hosting an open mic, from going up and down on the stage multiple times during the night, going back and forth. And even when we did the laugh-off these past years, I would always find an excuse not to host at McGuire's. I would host two shows at another club so I didn't have to host the McGuire show. My time, my turn came up this time, and I was like, you know what? I could do this, you know? And it would sound something silly, but I was like, I'm doing it. And I was almost amazed at how easy it was, how easy the movement was, going up and down on stage, going around the room, getting the contestants ready. Even the bouncer had said to me, was like, hey, man, I've noticed how much better you, how much easier it is for you to move around and get around. And it is, I feel it, and it's a great feeling. But, you know, it's important for me to keep those those memories to go back. And I can it's and I, they're ingrained in my head where I, I can go back to it. I'm in that situation and I, I feel that pain of, you know, the next day from hosting the mic, how my legs would hurt, my back would hurt. There were times where I would have to take like four a leave just to get through the show before I left. So my back didn't hurt during the show. So my knees didn't hurt. You know, so that's not healthy either. I mean, we're, we're doing things to try to get through something that are making us worse. But I'm glad I, I went through it in a way because now it makes me, you know, it motivates me. It makes me more appreciative of what I'm doing now. And that's one of the reasons why I think I, I haven't slipped and I haven't gone back and I keep moving forward is because I have these memories ingrained in my, my head of 190 pounds ago about how life was just almost unlivable. Movement was at zero. It's, it's not a way to live. It really isn't. You know, and I'm not talking about my physical appearance. I'm just talking about how bad I had gotten. 
you know, I, I reflect back on, on all these things, and it definitely, it definitely does keep me going. You know, Shane says, here, you can always use those memories as motivation. Yeah, that's what I do. Because when we forget about that stuff, we start to think of what, whatever we're doing, whatever program we're doing, as just a diet, as just something I'm doing to shed a few pounds. I had a friend write on social media today. She's down 11 pounds in, in I forget how long, but it, it's, she's doing great. She's feeling better. But she says, I'm scared to when I go back to eating regularly again, that's, that I'm going to slip back. And I, I commented on it and I said, listen, I said, if you make this a lifestyle change, you know, I'm not saying you can't enjoy yourself. You can't indulge once in a while. But if you make this a lifestyle change, you make being healthy a lifestyle change, you won't have those, those instances when you slip back or, or you, you, know, you slide off or go off the wagon because it's always there. You know, and she said, the mindset of it was the, is, is a hard part. She still hasn't changed that yet. And to, that was the hardest part for me, was changing my mindset away from this being a lifelong thing and something I'm going to be on forever. And when I say that, I don't say it in a negative way. I'm happy about that. It's almost like peace of mind that I know I have something. I have a security blanket. I have something here that's going to help me be healthy. That's going to help me keep moving forward. And it, it is a sense of comfort. But the mindset was the hardest thing to change about that. Because whenever we start to lose weight, whenever we, we try to better ourselves in that way, the first thing we think of, like, oh, I got to get to this goal. And we give ourselves sometimes short little goals, like oh, I got to lose 20 pounds to fit into uh, a dress. I got to fit, you know, I got to lose 10 pounds for uh, this event. I got to lose this because it's the summer. I got to lose this because I'm going away. I want to look good. Jane says that 190, I see you 200 pounds gone. Thank you. Uh, it's cr I was just talking about it in the beginning. It's absolutely insane. And I wouldn't have gotten to this point if I didn't adopt this as a lifestyle. And I didn't adopt this as, okay, I have to just rechange, reprogram everything I've been thinking, everything I've done. It hasn't worked. That's really what I, I came to the realization. I'm like, why are you fighting this? Everything you've done for 38 years has gotten you to this point and it hasn't worked. So what's the fighting? Fighting is we're stubborn. The fighting is we get set in our ways. It's easier to give up than fight. It really is. Because I did. I gave up. I I've said I said to myself many times, "What's the use? It's not. I I I'm so far gone. This is what it is." And we tell ourselves that, and it's so easily acceptable that when we want to try to do something that old mindset just creeps back in. So that's that really was the biggest change, was just getting that out of my head and ad adopting this, that this is a lifelong thing. And it's, it's not, and people are like, oh, it sounds horrible. It doesn't sound horrible. Taking care of yourself and being healthy as a lifelong thing is a good thing.
Shane says, that's amazing. That takes hard work, uh, diligence, and mental fortitude. You should be proud. Keep fighting, my man. You inspire others to do it as well. Thank you, Shane. I, I, and that's all I really want to do. That's why I started this podcast. If I could reach out to somebody out there that feels that hope is gone, that they don't have any, you know, anywhere to turn, you know, here. Listen to the podcast. Do it, you know. You could do it. There's, there's somebody here going through it with you. Uh, Susan says, I can't wait for you to go back to the doctor who told you you wouldn't lose that weight with WW and that you needed surgery. Can I come with you for that visit? Absolutely. I'm going to invite everybody. We're all going down. We're marching in there. We're going in like gangbusters. We're like the untouchables when Elliot Ness goes into Al Capone's office. Way to go, Anthony, with the 1980s movies reference. But seriously, uh, yeah, that was old me would have been like, oh, you're right. It's not going to work. You know, because how ridiculous is that for a doctor to tell somebody that? She just wanted me to sign up with the, the, the surgeon down the hall, keep it in the family, get some money. And I was down at that point, I was down about 120-something pounds. So now it's 70 pounds later. A year. A little less than a year. Because that was in August. I think maybe even close to September. Because I had that incident where I thought I was having a heart attack in August last year. And she told me that, you know, that's not going to last long. You know, wait, why is that going to last? That's gonna, you know, it's not going to last. It's not going to if it was a man, I would have punched him in the face. Absolutely. Yeah, how do you tell somebody that? Because that's all it's about. It's money. That's it. And I just, listen, I mean, I guess I've known from doing, like, doing comedy and stand-up, you have your haters, you have people that try to bring you down. So I'm good at handling that. So I just, I'll show them. You know, one day she'll be watching television and she's going to see me on TV. And hopefully I'm telling that story. And she'll feel like an idiot, which she probably does every day. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, and, you know, and every time I go to the doctor, they assume I have diabetes and they assume I have this and they assume I have that. The only place that didn't was the hospital. They hooked me up to the heart. I always tell them I might have this. Like, well, let's test it out. Let's see what you have. Because they didn't have a dog in this fight. They didn't have a, a place down the hall for me to go and, and register for a surgery. The only surgery I'm having uh, is going to be the skin removal surgery. That's going to be it. It's going to take away the uh, melted candleness that's happening. But no, it's just, I, I, I can't let people like that get to me. I, I really can't. You know, people, they, they, they say things to you sometimes, and they, they don't really realize what they're saying, and I, I get that. And maybe she didn't. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, I guess, in that case. But I just look back. I mean, I look back at things, and I'm like, okay, I can do this. Like I, I got back to being at McGuire's Thursday night. I was at McGuire's. The first club I had a full weekend I headlined, and I looked at a picture from September of '97. I was down about 44 pounds. 
and I went and took a picture in the same spot and I, I put it up and you know and I think back to that too even being down 44 pounds September of 2017 I didn't think it was still possible because I'd been to that point before it started getting real for me this time around 60 down I started really like you know okay this is you're putting up some numbers now you know so and I, I took a picture I put it side by side I did a throwback Thursday and I, I got a notification from a friend of mine and I wasn't old me would have really flipped out but I get what the person was saying um, if anybody follows me on social media uh, weight loss and my weight loss journey is a, is a big part of my life. I post about it a lot. I post about the foods I make. I post about all that stuff because it, it is such a big part of my life. It has become a big part of my life. And I, and I want to show people that this can be done and how it can be done. So they offered me a challenge. They said for one week, not post anything about weight loss or food or anything like that. Just more about me because they said I was more than just weight loss. And maybe I should show that more. And at first I was like, I wanted to be like, well, F you. Uh, this is my social media page. And I will post about what I want to post about. But older, wiser, calmer Anthony sat back a second and... Um, I thought about it, and I could see where people get that from. They're looking at my social media. They were worried that I had become obsessed with losing weight, that it was an obsession more than just a part of my life, which it's not. It's not an obsession for me. I'm not obsessed with losing weight. I'm, a, I want, I'm getting healthy, and I'm enjoying getting healthy, and that's what's coming through with social media. And I, I do I, – I, I took this out of it. Maybe I should post more things from my regular life. Uh, like just things I enjoy like music and sports and wrestling and 90210 and cigars. I, 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 I enjoy cigars and that's – in the summertime, it's awesome. I get to sit outside and, and smoke all I want. I even found this cool place uh, close to me. It's a nice shop. It has leather chairs. I actually hung out there Friday night. You could bring your own drinks in. I brought a water and smart sweets, and I had a cigar. I, I look like I probably were laughing at me, probably eating these smart sweets, drinking water, and my cigar. But and I, and I, I shared more of that, and I, I shared more this week, and that's that's what I got from it. I, I'm trying to get the positive out of everything, and the positive I'm taking from that is I will try to show more of my life. But weight loss is a big part of my life. And this journey is a big part of my life. And this is what I said because before this, I didn't have much of a life. It, I was in a dark place. It was very different for me back then. You know, can you imagine being at work and the only times you would get up was if you had to go to the bathroom so you would coordinate getting a drink, going to the copy machine, going to the bathroom, all in one trip because you didn't want to get up again. Or you wouldn't take lunch because you didn't feel like walking to your car that day. You would just eat at your desk. Or when you did go to lunch, you would go eat the worst food possible and have to take a nap before you went back into work. These things were real. Coming home from work and just sitting on my couch and not moving till I went to bed. 
barely getting around, uh, worrying about where I was going to park because I, I didn't want to walk into a store, uh, how long I had to be on my feet, you know, comedy clubs I was going to be at, could I get on the stage, how big was the steps, um, did they have a stool for me to sit on because I couldn't be on my feet for more than 10 minutes. All these things were, were real and were things I stressed about all the time. So now when, I, when I'm able to do things that you know, I guess most people have done without thinking twice about, like I go out and I, and I, and I, I exercise and I walk and I feel good, I, I want to share that with people because it is something that for, for some people is impossible. I had a guy write me this week. Um, I had a guy write me uh, this week saying that, you know, he's severely overweight. He's got medical issues. He can't really work out. What can he do? And, you know, I'm lucky. I had I had a friend who's a personal trainer who gave me exercises to do when I, when I was at that point. And I shared that with him. I said, these things you can do in a chair that will get the blood flowing, just get you moving again. Mary says, I remember there were a lot of things you didn't do a few years ago, and now I see you posting about uh, doing things you used to talk about not doing because of the weight. Uh, watching you experience life now and doing these things is amazing. Thank you so much, Mary. I appreciate that. Mary, um, we went to WW together for, for years uh, when I was not doing the program, when I was just showing up to the, the meetings each Sunday, uh, struggling. And so when people see that, I guess they, they do appreciate it. Uh, Melody says, people who are threatened by someone else's success will sometimes say they are obsessed. You know what? I thought about that, too. I try, I'm try. i trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I'm trying to believe this person was coming from a good place. I don't know them that well. Uh, they are a newer acquaintance. And like I said, if anybody really wants to know more about me, just ask. I am an open book. As you guys see on social media, on this podcast, I do not hold anything back. You ask me a question, I will give you, I'll give you the answer. I, I really, there's, there's only a few things I, I, I keep to myself, um, but I have shared everything with you guys on here, and I share everything on social media because I want this to be as transparent as possible. I want you people to see this is, this is capable. This is, can be done. I mean, that's... The thing I try to hammer home all the time is that, you know, nothing is lost. My mom used to say it all the time, you know, you're never too old to do anything in this world. You know, and we think we're too old to, to, to start a hobby or to start a job or to change anything. No, as long as you got air in your lungs, you could do it. That sounds cheesy, but it's true. You know, Melody says, I see you post about a variety of things. I do, I, and I, I try to post more about it. And listen, there's not much to me. I mean, there really, I, 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 I'm, ha I, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm obsessed, but I, I'm very into getting healthy. It's, it's fun for me. I, I enjoy this. I enjoy challenging myself. And for a while, I, I didn't. I didn't challenge myself at all. I didn't push myself. I would do as little as possible in a day to get by. And that's not living life. And I feel like, you know, coming up on 40 years old is almost like a rebirth in a sense. Like, you know, my, my life's beginning at 40. 
And it's an age, it's, it's a very real age for me because it's an age I didn't think I was going to see. You know, in your 20s and 30s being severely overweight. Uh, you know, though, there, that's a chance. You're damaging your body. You know, my sister-in-law always says to me, my saving grace is I never smoked. I didn't do drugs. I don't really drink. Melody says, it's WWF, cigars, comedy, your nephews. Basically, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. But, you know, I never did any of those things to, to harm my body. So it was just food. I was addicted to food. I still am. I talked about it in the workshop today. I had, a, I, I had to catch myself this week. I, I went food shopping on Sunday. I was going to have lunch when I, done put, I was done putting the groceries away. And I'm packing the groceries away. And I open up the cabinet. I open up the drawer to get a built Bar. I'm like, oh, no, you don't need a built Bar. You're going to eat in five, five minutes. You don't have to eat now. It would have been within my points. I could have fit it in. I wouldn't have been over. But I didn't need it. I was gonna, and, I, and things like that. When I catch myself doing that, I know I've turned the corner. I know I turned the page. I know I'm on the right track. Because the old me just would have had it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's my points. That's not necessarily the way to think about things. I'm like, I'm going to eat lunch in five minutes. I don't need a built Bar right now. And I was right. So... My obsessed, no. I do take instructive criticism, and I will try to post more about my regular life. But there's not really much more to it than what Melody said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, everybody. That is our show for this week. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody who's listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 79 of the WW Bro Podcast, always available on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. Also available for download at www.bropodcast.podbean.com. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. Available on iTunes as well. My best friend Nick wrote this song. I absolutely love this song. That's why I wanted to use it as the theme to this podcast. His new band, Demon Scar, their full-length album, full album, Americoma, is out on iTunes. Download it. Rock out to it. You're going to love it. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at ComicAnthonyD. Follow the podcast at www.bropodcast.podbean.com. No, that's not it. I'm reading things that are coming on the screen. The show's podcast is at Podcast. I mean, everybody listens to this. Just listen to the, the credits because it's probably the biggest bloopers of them all. For my comedy dates, you can go to anthonydlive.com. My birthday show, it's going to sell out. Tickets are moving fast. If you're in the Long Island area, Saturday, August 10th, Little Room at Governor's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m., 40th birthday show. Definitely get tickets at anthonydlive.com. Only one place to go this summer for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646. Merrick Road in Massapequa, finsdeli.com. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the podcast. All right, everybody. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. It was I had a, I had a blast, you guys, as always. I will see you guys next week for episode 80. 
Have a good one. Enjoy.